we uh, continuing in our uh, Gallic vein, as it were? Yeah, yeah, because I was over in Paris recently to see a, <laughs> a gig at uh, Le Bus Palladium in uh, Pigalle, an old 60s sort of nightclub which has been rejuvenated, really. You know, it was a, it was a great um, great venue, really good, uh, good gig. And it was promoted by Olivier Bettard and his Black Boots management. And he, it was a, a gig that was sort of like back to the 60s. Because, I, I mean, the venue was obviously quite a well-known venue in the 60s. You know, it was Johnny Halliday played there and Serge Gainsbourg yeah, used to go. And, uh, it, it's, uh, and I think they're... It's now like a little bit like the White Trash Bar. There's a restaurant mm. in, in Berlin, you know, we went to mm. to see the Fallen Leaves. So there's a restaurant and nightclub and floors. And it was a fantastic venue, you know. It was, you know, it was packed. It was a really good gig. Oh, you must have missed the clouds of Galois smoke. Yeah, there was no smoking inside <laughs> the venue, unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. You know, but um, a really good show. And Olivia promoted a, a really good gig there. And, uh, and who was on? Well, our favourites, the Travellers, who opened the gig, as they did for our um, show at the Half Moon. For the Lemprise Street. And this time they played with a foot with their full band, and they were great. And the headline band was French Boutique, which I've also played a few times on the podcast. Uh, but the band that really got me going were Les Kitchenettes. That's Kitch as in uh, K-I-T-S-C, Kitchenettes. Oh, yes. It was just one of those gigs. Uh, I, I, I obviously knew the Travellers and I knew French Boutique, but I'd never seen the, the Les Kitchenettes play at all. And everyone was dancing. And they, they reminded me a little bit of a French version of the Transients, you know, our like, favourite covers band. Mm. Because they picked all these old, mainly French bands, you know, French Yeah Yeah and 60s music, and did their own versions. And they threw in a couple of little covers like that, that I recognise, like um, Liar Liar by the Castaways, mm. or Delphine's La Fermeture Eclair. A few songs that I knew, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. but generally, you know, and a few Serge Gainsbourg songs, and uh, but generally I had no idea what these songs they were playing, they could have been the originals, and they just, and I've had a lot of fun trying to track down the originals. Excellent band, a six-piece band, you know, they've got uh, Lucille and, and Ludo, the, and... Um, and she plays the sax, She plays she? sax and flutes yeah, and yeah, sings yeah, and dances, yeah. and Ludo's crazy, he's got a cape and one glove... <laughs> You know, and the band are fantastic. And mm. I, I just thought, this, this is a, a great gig. You know, mm. I was absolutely blown away by them. They're a covers band, mm. really, basically, but playing really obscure stuff. And they haven't really got any of their own records out at the moment. You know, I've got a few tracks on some sort of uh, garage compilations, and um, here's one of them. This is a, a cover of Ronnie Bird's 1965 song, Uvatel. This is Lake Kitchenettes. Vous voulez savoir comment faire un disque à succès C'est très facile, vous allez voir. Il suffit d'être inspiré. Écoutez. Show 
grand succès. And that was Lee Kitchenitz and the cover of Ronnie Bird's 1965 Uvatel. A really good band, and I had a great uh, weekend over in Paris, so I'd like to thank everyone over there. Well, you can't fail to have a good weekend in Paris. No. <laughs> really? No, I can't speak French. So I was so disappointed because I couldn't really talk. <laughs> I, to, 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 I met some lovely people over there, and I just couldn't really uh, talk to them properly. Well, you can always invite me over as translator on expenses, Steve, any time. Uh, about know, expenses? Do we have expenses on Metro Mamblor? <laughs> <laughs> You'll be charging me for your photos. Yeah. <laughs> and you're saying that, what does that mean in French? Uh, Vatel, where's she, go- where she going? And um, so I came back sort of suitably uh, Frenched up. And, uh, and funny enough, you've picked out some French tracks as well, haven't you? Because you've been on a bit of a French kick as well. I have. I have been on a bit of French kick and uh, going back to some of those uh, old records I heard back in the 70s and 80s. And, um, uh, of course, um, yeah, I went back and uh, I listened to my uh, stinky toys, who, uh, who actually um, were a very, very early punk band from, uh, from Paris, uh, from uh, 76... And I know that they, they were on, on the punk festival or yeah, something. They were. They, they appeared at the punk fest uh, and the hundred in the clash at uh, the hundred club. Yeah, yeah, that's right. And then they got. I think yeah. they got signed up to Polydor, and um, they uh, released a single called Boozy Creed okay. on Polydor, which yeah. didn't do well. And uh, Polydor decided not to put their album out. In this no, country, right. although they put it out in France, of course. All right, so what, it Did wasn't good right. enough for us. It wasn't good enough for us. Yeah, well, I think uh, that, no, no, but um, yeah. So uh, I've um, I've picked um, a song uh, uh, which is the actual actually the B side of um, uh, uh, of Boozy Creed. It's called Driver Blues. It's a great song, and then I think we'll just. Uh, that all uh, seek into Hysterie Connective by Metal Urbain, who are a wonderful French band uh, yeah. from a couple of years later, yeah. who are more sort of in the punky, but in the kind of Père Ubu mould, as it were. Yeah, more the post-punk stuff. Uh, that's right. And uh, slightly punky, electronically, uh, Metal Urbain. And of course, um, whereas... Um, Stinky Toy sang in English, um, Metal Urbain sang in French. And so here you go, here's two uh, great records Driver Blues by Stinky Toys and Hysterie Connective by uh, Metal Urbain.
so that was uh, Driver Blues by Stinky Toys and uh, Hysterie Connective by Metal Urbain. I mean, they're two legendary French bands, really, aren't they? Absolutely. You know, they were, they were sort of... Great. Did you ever photograph them? Because I know you, you did a lot of work in, in France, didn't you, or with French bands? No, I never photographed either of those two bands. Mm. They just kind of passed me by. But, um, you know, I started to go to Paris a lot uh, in the late 70s and right through the 80s and became uh, quite familiar with what was happening in Paris mm. then. Mm. And, um, and, of course... You know, people. I, I met people who'd been in these bands, and they say, "Oh, you've got to listen to this and listen to that," and mm. and that's. I suppose that's how I got more connected with um with with those bands, and found out that France has got a fantastic history of uh, of rock and roll. You know, mm. I mean, just tonight we've played Little Bob Story and Stinky Toys, Met Al Urban. You know, we played uh, we played Les Thugs um, on the yeah. last uh, um, podcast. Who Mm. absolutely brilliant French band and um, there, there's I, I think there's a lot more to be discovered some of these bands they remind me a little bit about the Australian bands like Radio Bourbon and the Saints where they were sort of pretty early and, and pretty trailblazing at the time but everyone thinks like all oh, the English bands were the ones that were there at the beginning but there was a lot of people there was a lot of big scene in some of these cities going along wasn't there there was and uh, you know France and Paris and Nancy uh, they're all very they're very um, arty places yeah. but of course they're French speaking and yeah. uh, unfortunately it's very difficult for the French speaking records and music to kind of transcend to to England, really, we're very mm. English people are very dismissive of any any kind of foreign rock songs sung in foreign yeah. languages. Don't tend to do well. Yeah, that's in true, this country. It? Yeah, you're right. That's yeah. it, and and that's yeah. why, of course, so many foreign bands sing in English because that's yeah. the rock and roll language. Although, mm. you know, just by listening to Metal Urbain and um, and other other bands of that genre uh, just goes to show that uh, you know French is uh, is just as good. Les Thugs sing brilliantly in French. That's true. Excellent. Well, that's a good choice. We're going to go from Paris. We're going to go over to the States, and here's a great bit of uh, garage rock and roll. And this is the Woggles and People Come On. <laughs> Oh, 
you like that one? That was superb. Yeah, fantastic. What the Woggles. The Woggles, yeah. <laughs> Takes me back to my Cub Scout. Days, yeah, I was just going to say that myself. Yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, my little woggle, the, the woggle with my scarf. <laughs> scarf. <laughs> Is that what yeah. they wear live? I don't know if they dress up like Cub Scouts. You know, I wouldn't want to think about it. But uh, that was a great track. Uh, people come on from the 2003 album Ragged But Right. Ragged But Right yeah. really sums them up. That, yeah. that, that, that's superb, isn't great. it? A little bit like the Flesh Tones, aren't they? You know, that sort of thing, that great sort of raw... Rock and roll, you know, that you just can't. You, you've got to sort of jump around to that, haven't you? No, oh, you have to. It's so international, isn't it? Yeah, great band. And talking about international, they were, um, well, the rhythm section actually made up Graham Day and the, uh, well, they were the Jailers too. Soundtrack to the Daily Grind. Yeah, and Triple Distilled, which are two fantastic records. Probably, you know, I mean, they're as good as, well, it's always difficult to say, good as the Prisoners or. Solar flares, but they were they were different, different but classic classic records, you know. And um, mm. I think that maybe the problem was that they didn't play so many gigs. Was mm. obviously they were, the rhythm section was based in in the states, you know. So mm. I came back from Paris and I thought, well, oh, you know, I saw Le Kitchenettes. That's probably my gig of the year. And then a couple of days later, we were in the Bethnal Green Working Men's Club to see Graham Day and the Forefathers, which is his new lineup. And we've often played the Prisoners, Graham Day, the Solar Flares on the podcast and bemoaned the fact that he wasn't playing live, that he was rumoured to have sold off all his guitars and packed in music. And we were always saying, why didn't the Jailers play more? Why isn't Graham Day back playing live? But what a great lineup! We, we got there. You knew there was there was three of the greatest Medway musicians. Yeah. Ever on stage, Graham yeah. Day on guitar, Wolfie Howard on drums, Alan Crockford on bass, yeah. and what a gig! For what a gig! Yeah, I mean, that was, I mean, I can honestly say now, you might have heard this before, but that was the gig of the year. That was a mastery, that was a master display in, in, in yeah. guitar, showmanship. And how to put songs together. Yeah, because the forefathers are really just set up to to, to celebrate the past and all the Graham Day's music, weren't they? There was no hang-ups about, oh, you know, we don't want to play any old stuff and all that. It was just, this is this is it. And it was a fan's dream, wasn't it? I mean, there was Prisoner's Tracks, there was Melanie, Hurricane, Reaching My Head, you know. I mean, the, the audience, I think the more the audience realised that they were just getting what they wanted... And Parsley from the Aardvarks oh, came out for a couple of songs yeah. on, on the organ. Yeah, that was, that was great, wasn't oh, it? And um, I think people wanted... They saw the organ there, didn't they? People yeah, they wanted did. more organ. Yeah, but, they did. <laughs> like, yeah. The, like the, they were expecting James Taylor to get up or something. Yeah, yeah, like. yeah. But, it, but it didn't matter, really, did it? Because it was just a raw take on all the all his fantastic back catalogue, you know. And we were just looking at each other, weren't we, going... God. But live, yeah. he is just something else, Graham Day, isn't he? Yeah, he looked great. Sounded great. He's... he's He's yeah. he's got so much charisma. Yeah, brilliant guitarist. The yeah. guitar sounds are superb, and he's just a photographer's dream. Yes, you got some great photos. Oh, I'm really pleased with the pictures. It yeah. was it was great. It's lovely being right down the front, yeah. the small venue like that, a small packed hot venue, yeah. and just soaking up the atmosphere from the front. Oh, it's just wonderful. Yeah, it was great, uh, wasn't it? Oh, yeah. I, I, was in, I, I was in my element there. Yeah. yeah, yeah. and if you check the blog, www.retromanblog.com, you can see uh, a report on the gig and some videos and also lots of Paul's great photos. 
Um, and we've been getting some great comments as well about your picks of that night. So yeah, well, um, I mean, they, they uh, you know, good, mate, you know. you're not going to get good picks without a good band, Steve. You took quite a few pictures of the prisoners in, in the early days. Didn't I you? did. Took pictures yeah. of the prisoners back 30 years ago. Now, yes, that's right. <laughs> 30, 30 years ago. Years. Can't hard believe to believe, that. Yeah, yeah, hard yeah. to believe. And Graham yeah. Day's, uh, he was good then. Is as, as good as ever now. Yeah, that was even fantastic. better. Yeah. And we want to see some more gigs, Graham, oh, yeah, please. Yeah. Well, they're playing in the 100 Club um, on February the 8th, I think it is. It's no. a Saturday, so... It's a shame we can't resurrect the Clarendon or something, yeah, isn't I it? Know. You know, I know, get that. Oh, that would be great, wouldn't it? You could. But I've yeah. been talking of the Clarendon. Um, the first support band on the night um, were regulars of the Clarendon back in the sort of uh, late 80s. And uh, that was the Aardvarks, who have recently reformed to promote their new anthology on Cherry Red Records called... Sinker, Line and Hook, 1987 to 1999. Uh, it's a great compilation. And the drummer is Ian O'Sullivan, who was in our favourite band, The Fallen Leaves, right. for a while. But he had to leave the leaves to get back with the Aardvarks. And they've been doing some gigs. And they kicked off the night, uh, brilliantly, I thought. A really great set from the Aardvarks. And let's um, pick one of their tracks from the anthology, and this is called Buttermilk Boy. Let's hear it, Steve. <laughs>
was the Aardvarks with uh, Buttermilk Boy, taken from their Cherry Red uh, Anthology uh, Sinker, Line and Hook, which is a really great record. I, I recommend getting it. Very difficult to say. It, <laughs> 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 yeah, how many takes do we need? <laughs> yeah, right, yeah. Well, I did that in one uh, take. Yeah, very uh, good, Steve. Line, yeah. hook and nose. Uh, sinker, hook and line. Yeah, they did that on purpose. <laughs> yeah, they do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but that's great. And um, I really enjoyed their set, actually. Yeah, I, I, it was it was really enjoyable. And the first time I'd seen them. Yeah, me too. Yeah, good. And, good great, uh, band, great band. Yeah, I think they went down really well, didn't they? They know? did. And um, it was a great gig because this was promoted by Phil Moore of Shindig magazine, who, mm. who did he, oh, he actually did a great review of our Lem Price Three show. That's right. Uh, in, the, in the new issue of Shindig, so um, we we did a album launch for Lem Price Three at mm-hmm. Half Moon, and he did a he did a, a great review. Yeah, well, so, um, yeah, good. I mean, he, he put on a good show, and and it was is it? Um, and well attended by yeah. Garage Greats, the Past Tense. Lots of people there. Super Bruce Brand. Yeah, Bruce Brand was there, wasn't he? There was, there was quite a few faces in the crowd. Mm-hmm. And um, it was a good, it was a really good, well-promoted night, wasn't it? And it was. It was a packed-out place. Mm. And the the next band after the Aardvarks, a band, again, I'd never um, never seen before, and that was the Higher State. And they were a good band. They were, I mean, uh, I think the sound the, the sound wasn't so good for them, and I, I they lost me a little bit. Mm. Um, I know you were you were sort of quite. Keen I, I quite liked them actually. I mean, they really reminded me a bit of the Flaming Groovies in a way. They were kind of um, a bit psychedelic, mm. and um, lots of Rickenbacker. Uh, great player. Yeah. I love that Rickenbacker. Yeah, don't yeah. often see that particular guitar. It sounded yeah. superb, yeah. and some great harmonies. Yeah, from that band, and uh, when I was talking to them afterwards, um, uh, I found out that uh, they'd been in the mistreated. Yes, before. yes. Well, they, they, I think they're pretty much a Midway collective, really. Aren't they? Yeah, to Paul Messis on bass. I think they're from Folkestone. Yeah, maybe that. that yeah, way, you or know. Kentish. Yeah, members of the mistreated and Groove mm. Uncle, right. Chunk, and uh, I, I think uh, again we had another Fallen Leaves. I think the bass player had actually been in the Fallen Leaves as well, Paul mm. Messis. So. Um, but they're a good collective, and, and uh, as I said on, on the day, you know, I, I quite enjoyed it. I think I was sort of getting mm. into it, and then mm. they finished, you know, yeah. just, I was getting into it. But um, mm. and I'm going I've been listening to their stuff, and I, I've actually wish I could go back and watch them again now. Yeah. <laughs> so um, uh, yeah. I've been listening to their records, and I, I good. they're really great. And I, well, this is, we look forward to their next gig, yeah, perhaps. Yeah, I'll definitely go and see them again. Mm. And I've, I've picked out a track um, uh, which I'm really enjoying at the moment, and. Uh, this is from their album Darker by the Day and it's uh, it's a song called Just Not Today.
Just Not Today. Uh, great track, wasn't it? I mean, it's quite authentic, sort of 60s West Coast psychedelia, isn't it? You know? Yeah, but it kind of harks back to that um, period in the 80s, the Paisley Underground. Yeah, The yeah, Dream yeah. Syndicate, yeah. the Long Riders, the Bangles, the Rain Parade. Yeah, yeah, Those, yeah. those bands. Yeah, that's and, a great time, wasn't uh, it? I, I think it's great. Yeah, great yeah, you, track. You like, yeah, you really. Yeah, I mean, so I, I like them more now than I did. Right. But you were really into it when you. Oh, watched I them, love the Long Riders. Yeah, they were yeah. they were a great band. Yeah. I just loved that period yeah. of rock yeah. uh, coming out of LA. That was that was mighty yeah. in the mid eighties. Suddenly, yeah. this this great. It was it, it very very um, influenced by country rock, yeah. by previous country rock bands and and psychedelia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's good. And that, that was a high estate. And uh, so they were the second band on the bill. And then we can get to the main event, which was just unbelievable. Is uh, you know, Graham Day comes on stage and, you know, straight into the prime movers, the good things, that riff, that almost like Stooges riff of that track. Mm. And then you're thinking, this is unbelievable, the sound. Mm. I mean, the sound, in a way, was, 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 was pretty ropey on the PA. But when they came on and they let rip... Oh, God, we didn't even need the PA, amazing. we were just listening to the band's monitors. Well, we were in front of the PA. Yeah, we were in front of the PA, and the band's monitors was, was just... fine. Wow, <laughs> right was next amazing, to Graham Day's yeah, right, yeah, monitor. It was really Great. superb, wasn't it? And I, I mean, it, it, it was just a, a fan's dream of a set list, wasn't it? Like yeah. we said earlier, it was just all these classic tracks, you know, and the crowd was going mad, you know. And I, I don't know, what can I say? And, how can we pick one of his tracks? You know, we've had this problem before, haven't we? We've almost like stuck a pin in the back catalogue and just picked out any track. And I think for me, um, probably on the night, one of the songs that stood out for me was um, Solar Flares track. Um, that was a great track. Sucking out my insides. And, Let's um, hear it. Eh? I think this is my pick of the night. I think so. Don't you wear the lights cause you haven't got a clue 
solar flares and sucking out my insides from the album that was then and so is this what a way to nearly end the year <laughs> on 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 the, a fantastic gig you know yeah. and looking back this year we have seen some really good shows haven't we if yeah. you think about it yeah, it's been a pretty mighty yeah. year rock and roll wise yeah what's been your pick of the year yeah. <sighs> well yeah i mean graham day must come close to the top yeah, I'd say Grand Day. Witch Doctors was good. Witch Doctors, Fallen Leaves in Berlin. King Salami, I saw. Judah, the Judah. Buffalo Bar. Judah, I've forgotten about Judah. Judah yeah. were great, can't wait. They've just uh, released their second album. I can't wait for yes. them to come back and do another gig. They were, yeah. they were, they were, that was night at the Buffalo, Buffalo Bar. Buffalo Bar, packed. We were packed. right at the front. Oh, oh God, that was... Oh. Crushed against the monitors at the front of the Judah gig, you know. They've got to play a slightly larger place next time. I think think, so, you know. We've got some great pictures and videos. We did, yeah. We had half of Italy there as well. Yeah, (laughs) that's great. Good. Flaming Groovies. Flaming Groovies, oh, yeah. earlier on in the year, that was yeah. a... Oh, Lem God. Price 3, oh, Lem Price 3. Lem Price 3. Rosillos. Rosillos. Free fall at the beginning of the year. Oh, I've you know, what a great, What a great year. But I do think, yeah. you know, I mean, we've been very lucky to, to have seen some great gigs and how many times we've come back and say, mm. best gig I've seen. Mm. Um, but uh, yeah, Graham Day and the Forefathers, Bethlehem Green Working Men's Club, November the 29th, 2013. That's it. That, that that was that was a gig of the year for me. Yeah. No, probably the gig it's of the just, decade, I reckon. You know? I think it's I think it's a great gig because of the uh, because the it's just seeing bands in such a place, isn't it? Yeah. Seeing bands playing in these small venues. Yeah. It's just the whole essence of rock and roll, isn't it? Yeah. It yeah. really is. I mean, great friendly for me, it's it, it, that's the only it. way I can see bands. Yeah. Really, I I can't go to anywhere much bigger than Bethnal Green Working Men's Club. It just <laughs> it it really spoils it. You know, yeah. you go to anywhere yeah. bigger, you know, and then yeah. you start getting bouncers and yeah, security, security. Managers. Oh dear, PRs. yeah, don't, yeah. don't. Oh, oh god, no. it just yeah. it ruins yeah. it, doesn't it? And even I must admit, Bethnal Work, yeah. Bethnal Green Working Men's Club, even the 
must have been one of the nicest security guards because he was at the front and he, yeah. he actually apologised and said, am I standing in your way? And I thought, <laughs> wow. You, know, <laughs> yeah, you don't yeah, get yeah. that at the bloody Islington Academy in, no, in, no, you, in the other no. crap venue like that. You know, no, but, uh, I'll never go there yeah, again. It was a great night. And did you know that it's nearly a year since the soundtrack of our lives ended in Stockholm? Wow. It's hard to believe, isn't it? It yeah. is hard to believe, yeah. And, uh, but you, you've kept busy, Steve. Yeah, yeah, I mean... Um, There's been other things yeah, to see uh, and uh, do. Thank God you we... You know, <laughs> life's kept going without soundtracks. <laughs> I thought when soundtrack finished, that would be the end of it. But uh, <laughs> but this year, luckily, we've had plenty to occupy ourselves, haven't we? You've had uh, too much to occupy yourself, yeah, Steve. Yeah. I think you're going to need a break by the end I of the year, aren't you? A bit of a rest, aren't I? Yeah. You know, it's funny, because... Uh, Talking about soundtrack of our lives, and I was looking at the the, the sort of the fact that it's nearly a year since they they finished. And um, I saw Martin Martin Hedros in London recently, a couple of weeks ago, when he was over playing with uh, Tom Bruckett, who was supporting Arn Brun and at uh, the Kentish Town Forum. So I had a quick chat to Martin. So it was nice to catch up with him, and he's been busy doing Tom Bruckett and uh, lots of other stuff. And going back to Paris again. Uh, Martin has uh, played on a, a couple of great records uh, by a French uh, singer called Marie Modiano. I saw her play um year before last in, in Paris and uh, Martin was playing keyboards and arranging the gig and uh, Soundtrack of Elias played, uh, Free Fall played, Matthias Barriere's band that we saw this year and, and uh, there was a French uh, singer called Marie Modiano and um, uh, Martin was orchestrating it and thought Marie was, was fantastic and I bought two of her albums on the night and this year she's actually just released two albums on the same day and along with a novel on the same day (laughs) (laughs) and Martin's um has been involved with that and I also met up with um Ludwig Dahlberg in Paris uh, Ludé from uh, who was in International Noise Conspiracy and the drummer with Free Four who was a great drummer and he plays on the albums as well so it's all sort of nicely come together this year you know with a bit he passed on the the two new albums from Mm. Marie Moriano and they're, they're great and uh one of them is called Ram on a Flag, which is an English language album. And then she's done a record called Esperance Mathematique, mm. uh, which is all in French and it's a collection of her poems put to music. And uh, Lude plays on, on, on this uh, this record. And I picked out uh, what I, I really love this track. This is called uh, La Fille à la Bella, which I think translates on, on Google Translate at least as The Girl with a Scar. And here it is. Sur les trottoirs d'une ville brisée, elle déambule la fille à la balafre. On la voit s'avancer telle une somnambule, sans but précis, à garde de jour comme de nuit. On s'écarte sur son passage car vous comprenez, elle nous fait un peu peur cette fille-là avec sa grande entaille sur la joue. Ses yeux noirs de jet Certains disent qu'elle est la fille d'un pirate et d'un aigle Elle aurait échoué sur les bords du fleuve un soir de novembre D'autres prétendent qu'elle est née sur la lune Ayant perdu l'équilibre alors qu'elle était fillette Elle tomba sur la terre au milieu de la brousse Cela dit-on qu'un léopard la griffante au visage et porta la marque indélébile. Puis elle vendit son corps pendant de longues années dans 
démarche d'une reine Une reine qui aurait tout perdu Ses vêtements sont des haillons Ses longs cheveux aussi rêches que la corde Tout le monde ignore qu'une roue tourne sans cesse dans son esprit Une roue semblable à celle sur laquelle souvent elle fut accrochée un numéro avec celui qu'elle aimait C'était toujours le même numéro Dans des salles obscures Sur des pistes aux lumières bleues Lui lançait les couteaux Elle était accrochée sur la route Uh, Marie Modiano and La Fille à la Balafre from the album Esperance Mathematique. And uh, what have you got next, uh, Paul? You picked up. Uh... Yeah, I picked up. I found this um, fantastic little uh, psych uh, track called um, Searching for Love by The Tidal Wave. And uh, it was released on Buddha in 1968. Mm. And uh, that's all I know about it, except uh, it's a great track, so let's hear it. Looking for someone to be mine 
So what did you great. think of that, Steve? Yeah, great bit of yeah. organ, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh. We're playing air organ. On the <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's like air organ. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. it's kind of rare actually to yeah. hear a, an organ riff rather than a guitar riff. Yeah, yeah. yeah but yeah. Uh, that is a beautiful record. Lovely yeah. production. Like yeah. Very tight vocals. Yeah. Beat goes on superbly and. Yeah. Uh, what a great find that yeah, is. It's probably such a shame that some of these bands just do one song and then that's it, isn't it? And then, you know, you think, oh, they could have had an album of that oh, stuff. Right? There was too much stuff going on in the late 60s. That was the problem. Yeah. All these bands, there were so many bands yeah. and they just couldn't get, there wasn't enough space for them all. And now, and now of course, people are looking back on that era and digging all this stuff up. That's a good thing about doing these things, isn't it? Mm. When we come into the studio and, and, and record these episodes, we often don't know what we're going to throw at each other, so it's, it's, sort of a, it's always a big uh, thrill to find something new, isn't it? You know? It is. And uh, that's a good one. Right, well, uh, thanks tonight, Paul. It's, uh, it's been a pleasure. And uh, don't forget, uh, uh, links and everything can be found on the blog and also lots of reviews and some of Paul's great photos. Uh, recommend you check in his pictures of uh, the Graham Bay gig they're really great um, uh, check out the blog www.retromanblog.com for all the links reviews pictures we've got loads of videos up on our Retroman blog YouTube video as well and so uh, I hope you have fun sort of trawling through our archives and uh, thank you Paul uh, thank you and uh, let's uh, wish all our readers and listeners uh, a Merry Christmas and a Happy New Year yeah. and we'll, we'll see you in the new year yeah we will do and uh, thanks to Adam as well for from the Jetsonics for coming along today despite his man flu and <laughs> as Paul said have a good Christmas and New Year everybody and thanks for all the support this year uh, it's been a great year of music and uh, we hope it's going to continue and uh, let's play out with Slim Harpo and uh, I'm going to keep what I got good night <laughs> Thank you.